Lord God, uh, thank you so much for Christmas and for um, this time of year where we can all remember uh, the fact that you came to this earth and you breached the gap between you and us and became a human being. And um, we thank you also for this time in the way um, we remember our, our families and our relationships and our lives and we gather together um, and uh, celebrate with each other. We thank you for Mary Creek that this is our second Christmas together. I can't believe it's our second Christmas. And for all that you've done in our church this year. Amen. Hands up who's seen a Christmas movie already this year. What did you see? Die Hard. Die Hard! <laughs> that is a Christmas movie, isn't it? Totally. <laughs> a Christmas Which one? The Muppets. The Muppets one, yeah? <laughs> Set. Santa Claus. Mm. Dudley Moore, actually. A drunk Santa Claus, yeah. Yep. Home Alone. Is that a Christmas movie? I guess it is, isn't it? They go on holidays, don't they? It's the ultimate Christmas Yeah, well... Oh, yeah. Bridget Jones' Diary. Oh, yeah, Bridget Jones' Diary. That's, yep. That's not a Christmas movie. Love Actually. Anyone seen it? That's apparently the worst Christmas. It always gets ranked the worst. Sorry, what? The Nutcracker. Oh, yeah, the ballet. Leo watched that too. There you go. Well, um, I think um, for many people the most popular Christmas movie is A Christmas Carol, partly because it's been made so many times. There's like six or seven versions of it, perhaps even more. Um, my favourite version of A Christmas Carol is Scrooged, starring Bill Murray, the 80s one. But there was a big one in 2009, a big 3D IMAX version. Um, it's a story that really does capture our hearts at Christmas time um, because it reminds us about the true meaning of Christmas. If you don't know uh, the story, it goes something like this. Ebenezer Scrooge uh, is this selfish old miser. A miser is a person who you know, holds all the money to themselves and doesn't care about anyone else. And that's Scrooge. He thinks that people exist purely for their exploitation, to make money out of them. And he particularly hates Christmas, and he says in the book version, the short story, which is the original by Charles Dickens, he says, Christmas is a time for finding yourself a year older and not an hour richer. What an old poop. Then one Christmas Eve, he's visited by the ghost of his former business partner, Jacob Marley who also was an old miser. He was all selfish as well. And uh, he had died seven Christmas Eves earlier. And so he came back, comes back in the story as a ghost, to warn uh, his friend Ebenezer Scrooge about not living this way as an old miser because Jacob had been suffering in the afterlife uh, for his selfishness. Then he wants to help Scrooge to change his life. And he says, you're going to be haunted by three different spirits this Christmas. The ghost of Christmas past, the ghost of Christmas present, and the ghost of Christmas future. They visit him and they succeed, sorry to spoil it for you, but they succeed in turning his life around. His whole life is changed. Scrooge experiences a complete turnaround of attitude. He realises that he was missing love in his life. And uh, he wakes up on Christmas morning after he's had these kind of dreams um, and he starts a new life and he gives his, uh, a raise to his clerk <laughs> and he buys a turkey for him and, um, 
uh, spends time with his nephew, who um, he'd neglected. He's a, re- he's a completely new man. He'd had a turnaround, not only in attitude towards Christmas, but also towards people. Maybe the kids, do the kids want to come up the front? I just realised that they're not really... Yeah, it'd be better if they were up the front, yeah. Yeah, I reckon, yeah. They'll pay attention more. <laughs> Instead of smucking around. Um, in the end, Scrooge became as good a friend, as good a master, and as good a man, as good as the old city knew. Now, I reckon it speaks to us, this story, because we're all a bit of an old Scrooge. I think we've got Scrooge in all of us. We've got an Ebenezer Scrooge in all of us. We're all a bit selfish. We all can get a bit bitter. We can all be greedy at times. Has anyone felt the Scrooge come over them this Christmas? Yes. What did you do? You don't want to say it, sure. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> but, I mean, you feel it in the car park, in the shopping centre. You feel it... Um, when you're thinking about all the presents you have to buy. and I reckon the classic Scrooge thing you do at Christmas is you, you, just, you calculate in your head, that person's going to spend $15 on my present, so I'll spend $15 on their present. I mean, that's a Scrooge thought, isn't it? It's just totally about the calculation, the economics of Christmas. It's not about generosity at all. It's the anger hidden away in all of our hearts, isn't it? Um, that sometimes emerges at Christmas. Sometimes I'm sitting around the table at Christmas time and I, and I see the family and they're kind of bickering or whatever. It doesn't always happen, but sometimes it happens. And I, just go, and I feel that, that bar humbug that comes over me. It's at Christmas time, I think, that the ghost of Christmas past, present and future actually speaks to us in a kind of a psychological sense. We sort of think about our lives and who, who we are because we're confronted by all the people around us and we're reminded of the kind of relationships that we have. And it can be a joyful experience. I think for me, um, this year, this morning, with um, um, Leo and Ezra and opening the presents, and it was the first year, I think, where that, well, at least Leo had really understood Christmas. Um, and so that was exciting. But also, you know, this will be a time when you know, you might be reminded of hard things as well. Well, the ghost of Christmas past reminded Ebenezer of the precious, innocent and at times painful memories of his childhood. He was shown his family upbringing, the people who made his life special, the events that were significant. This ghost showed Ebenezer Scrooge how much he had changed. What is the ghost of Christmas past reminding you of this Christmas? It might be the precious memories of childhood, the parents who loved you so much, sitting around the tree unwrapping your presents. It might be Christmas Day barbecues with backyard cricket and riding your shiny new bike. But maybe the ghost of Christmas past brings up hard memories too. Maybe you see lost loved ones, people who have died this year. I remember last year um, we had our first Christmas with my nana, without my nana. Um, and it was so strange, she had died only three weeks earlier. And we'd... we'd been kind of sitting around that table for I had for my whole life with her at Christmas. And that's hard at Christmas time. Maybe at Christmas time also you, you kind of re- remember the kind of broken relationships in your life. One of the reasons Jesus was born 2,000 years ago was so that he could bring healing to your past. In Luke chapter 5, 31 to 32, he says this. Jesus says, 
It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I've come not, not, not come to call the righteous, but I've come to call the sinners to repent. In other words, Jesus didn't come for perfectly whole people, for people who've got all their life together, for people who don't have regrets. He comes for people with a past. He comes for people with pain. He comes for people with, with shame in their past. And he comes as a doctor to bring healing. Jesus came to call the Ebenezer Scrooges of this world to follow him. In the movie Scrooged with Bill Murray, uh, Bill says to his friend, what would have happened if I had made different decisions in my life? And his friend says, the one good thing about regrets is that it's never too late. You can always change if you want to. Now this sounds a bit like a Hollywood cliche, and it is a way, in a way, but it's not a cliche when it's in regards to Jesus. The change that Jesus offers is a cosmic change so that you literally are transformed from inside out, physically, emotionally and spiritually. He offers a new birth, a fresh start. He gives us his spirit so that when God looks at us, he doesn't see the ugly Scrooge in our hearts, but he sees a pure heart. So so no matter what the ghost of Christmas past is reminding you of this Christmas, it doesn't matter what. You feel that Scrooge come over or that hard feeling or that painful, that sadness from the past. Jesus has come to bring fresh light and healing. What about the ghost of Christmas present? The ghost of Christmas present showed Scrooge how he was making himself into the god of his own universe and bossing people around and treating them poorly and ruining lives through oppression and injustice, a general lack of love. What does the ghost of Christmas present remind you of this Christmas? You might have had a great year. You might be proud of what you've done this year. You might be proud of what you've achieved. You might be really looking forward to 2015. And the ghost of Christmas present is saying, this is going to be a good year. Maybe this Christmas you're realising there are things about yourself that you wished were different. Isn't it awful when you sit around with your relatives and you realise that you didn't have time for them this year? Every year I feel guilty. I see my aunt Ruth and I think, I think the last time I saw you was last Christmas. And I feel terrible like I'm this ungrateful nephew or something. Maybe there are parts of your character you know needs to change. Is the ghost of Christmas present showing you, like Scrooge, that you've been making yourself into a god, getting people around you to serve you? Jesus came to transform your life now. John 9.39 Jesus then said, I came into the world to bring everything into the clear light of day, making all the distinctions clear so that those who have never seen will see and those who have made a great show of seeing will be exposed as blind. And he says in John chapter 12, 46, I am light that has come into the world so that all who believe in me won't have to stay any longer in the dark. Jesus was sent to earth to transform the way we live now. We don't have to walk blindly, making dumb decisions, treating people poorly, making ourselves into mini-gods for everyone else to worship. This is living in the darkness. Faith in Jesus means living in the light of God. So no matter how you think you are a flawed person now, no matter how much change that needs to occur, Jesus has come to change that now. I know for me that my temptation that I want to kind of work on is to be judgmental and critical of people. I think critical thoughts and then I want to say it 
and I find myself not wanting to do that. But I know that Jesus, in Jesus I can change, I can be a new person, that he can work in me and that his spirit is working in me. That's why Christmas is a time of hope. It's not a time of hopelessness. We not only need a doctor to, to heal our lives, our past and our regrets. We need a doctor to open our eyes to the world. We need a cosmic doctor, Jesus. Now, thirdly, just as Ebenezer Scrooge started realising what the ghosts were trying to say, the third ghost came, the ghost of Christmas yet to come. The ghost of Christmas yet to come took Scrooge to the end of his life, which happened to land on Christmas Eve. And here Ebenezer was able to witness the end result of his miser, grumbling, selfish, Scroogey life. And he saw himself lying in a coffin, a cheap coffin, with nobody there at his funeral because he treated people so badly. Scrooge saw one person say how fortunate it was that this man had died at Christmas, as if it was a gift to the town from above. What a picture of the future. You don't want to see that in your future, do you? A lonely, insignificant and cheap death. What is the ghost of Christmas yet to come saying to you this Christmas? I'm sure most of us won't end up like Scrooge. We probably won't. But you do want to think about your future and what's happening to your future. But Jesus was sent uh, to change our future as well, not just our past, not just our present. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, so whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Faith in Jesus gives us hope for the future. And the only way we can have hope when we are faced with the truth of our own lives is to have the hope of eternal life. So God sent Jesus so that we could have this eternal life. Other things will fail us. For Ebenezer Scrooge, it was his work. His work was failing him. Being a manic workaholic, an executive that was bossing people around, that was failing him. That was, wasn't giving him hope. He had to change. Now that's just a story that Charles Dickens wrote, but the Bible takes this to a new level and shows us that Jesus really can change our future. The wealth that we acquire can't give us hope. The prestige, education, that can't give us hope. The great art and music that we produce, that can't give us the true hope. Even relationships can't give us true hope. Sure, they're special and important, but they're ultimately fragile and broken. You never know where these relationships will be in 10 years' time. Only faith in the Son of God can give us this hope. So Jesus' answer to the three ghosts of Christmas was to offer healing to our pasts, transform our present, and give us hope for the future. We can receive these gifts from God through the acceptance of Jesus as Lord. And this Christmas I challenge you to present yourself to Jesus with the innocence, the joy, and the humility of a little child. As Charles Dickens wrote in A Christmas Carol, he said, It is good to be children sometimes, and never better than at Christmas, when its mighty founder was a child himself. Let's pray. Lord God, we all have pasts, and we all have a present now, we all have a future, and we pray that you can transform all of that. We pray that you give us healing of our regrets and our sadness from the past, that you change our character now as we live our lives in the present. 
and we pray for our future, that we will live lives that glorify you, that we'll live transformed lives, and that we will um, have many Christmases yet to come where we're a blessing to other people and where we can bring glory to you. Amen.